Hello and welcome back to OT Talk with Mr. T, the show where we talk how to live occupationally with using fine motor and functional life skills. I'm your host, Mr. T. Questions, comments, suggestions are always welcome at MaximumTEE at Yahoo.com. Remember, we are in the last two weeks of OT Talk Season 3. We're going to take our summer hiatus. Got one. We'll come back in the beginning of September with uh, Season 4. Brand new shows, brand new material. Hopefully helping you live a more independent, more functional life, living life to its fullest as our credo goes in AOTA. So we've been talking different tips to help you live life more functionally and independently, especially during crazy corona times. We've been using yourtherapysource.com. After talking about playing catch, we're going to talk about some games to practice crossing midline. Crossing midline is the ability to cross over an imaginary line down the center of your body from head to toe, separating the body into a left and right side. This skill requires that the right and left sides of the brain work together to create a motor action. There are different games you could use to practice crossing midline. Of course, anything that allows you to cross the midline is good and works. You know, if even if you do karate, even if you're involved in sports, even if you're involved in different games, bike riding, recreational activities, those are all great, really great things to do. But we're just going to give a few examples with the help of yourtherapysource.com. Participating in a game of tug of war. A fun game of tug of war encourages hands to midline, hands to cross the midline and have excellent proprioceptive input, getting your joint sense, your your body in relation to space, allowing you to have functional use and functional understanding of your joints, of your body, getting yourself involved in tug of war. Play with toy cars. Draw a big road on a flattened cardboard box. The child can sit on the floor and drive the car along the road crossing the midline. We talk about lying in prone, lying on the belly. I told you about the game I called Mishka Bobble with my oldest son, my five-year-old, where we take the toy cars. Now they're gone. He, they threw them all over the place, somewhere in the backyard. I have no idea where they went. But when we had them, we would sit and play Mishka Bobble where we would sit prone on our chest, on our stomach. And we would figure out a way to zap and zoom those cars across the roo- across the roo- across the house, across the floor, across the living room, into the dining room, taking those Hot Wheel cars, seeing who could get them farther. Any way you could play with toy cars is great. You can make tons of things with blocks, tons of things with Play-Doh, including the Hot Wheels. Look at all the other episodes we talked about, especially in Season 1. Many different household objects, items, many different classroom items to make hundreds of hundreds of activities with commonly used things, commonly found things in the house and the classroom, especially cars, especially blocks, especially Play-Doh and any other item you could think of, we tried to think of as well. So play with those toy cars and play that tug-of-war. Then you could relay races that encourage bilateral coordination skills. Run to a cone and complete 10 windmills or 10 cross crawls and return to start. Line up children shoulder to shoulder and pass the ball down the line from child to child. Line up children back to back. Pass the ball to each other, keeping your backs touching. It reminds me of the, of the idea of Call of War doing different relay races. You know, you had to fill the bucket, fill the... Fill the uh, fill the, excuse me, I'm trying to think of what the word is, fill the garbage can, excuse me. And there would also be all these different races. Whoever did the, the wheelbarrow races first, whoever did the ball over, under, over, under, whoever did the egg races, all these different things, especially when we did color war in camp and sleepaway camp and day camp, different relay races that allow those wonderful bilateral coordination skills, those wonderful crossing midline ideas. 
play different types of sports, including baseball, holding onto a bat and swinging at a ball on a tee or pitch, encourage the hands to cross midline. Of course, you could play basketball, you could play volleyball, you could play frisbee. My favorite, favorite game of all time, not even considered a real sport. I love it as a sport as much anyway. But those are all games also to involve midline. You could also play tennis. Hit a tennis ball with different shots. Each shot encourages a different trajectory across the midline. Practice a forehand swing, a backhand swing, an overhead serve. If you do not have a tennis racket or it is too difficult for the child to make paper plate paddles and use a balloon practicing the same swings. He could also participate in musical circle games. Certain musical games encourage children to maintain rhythm, a super important skill, and cross the midline. Play hot potato, but you must hold the ball with two hands at all times. And dance the hokey pokey, getting the whole body involved. Again, all the games yesterday from catch were also really good for midline. Having the whole body involved, especially when playing games like that. Then you could also play clapping games. Girls in particular love to play clapping games, but you could teach children Miss Mary Mac or check out YouTube to learn new hand claps. Just any pattern could work. Clap, clap, fist, 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 clap, clap. Any rhythm, any pattern using clapping is really good as well. You could also make big art. Tape a square box to the floor. Have the child stand in it in front of a whiteboard or a chalkboard. I would also say a smart board or a Velcro board. Try making the biggest rainbow that you can, but do not move your feet. I would also encourage bubbles if you could pop the bubbles with both hands. You could catch the bubbles with both hands. I would also say using sidewalk chalk and use both hands using different colored chalks and making nice big circles and, and nice, nice big boards. So definitely good to use big art. We also talk painter's tape along with many other items on all those episodes all those seasons ago. And there's also the ability to dig in the dirt or the sand. Have the child sit down, kneel, or squat. Place a bucket on one side of the child and the shovel on the other side. Have the child dig and then rotate to place the dirt in the bucket. Do not let the child switch hands with the shovel when going to put the dirt in the bucket. And of course, you could also play Simon Says. Use instructions and movements such as put your right hand on your left shoulder or touch your left knee with your right hand. There's so many games that involve the idea of bilateral coordination skills using both hands and crossing midline that the opportunities are really endless. We just wanted to give a couple of them. It also brings to mind the idea of swimming and Tai Chi and yoga and Zumba. All these different things allow you to dance, allow you to move, allow you to be participating with both sides of your body, getting yourself involved, allowing you to learn to cross over from one side of the body to the other. And even if they don't do Simon Says, even if you play different games involving them to do different positions, from going to the top right to the bottom left or from the top left to the bottom right, any way, any different ways we could get kids to try to use both their hands is really good. Of course, cooking and baking is also really good when they could hold the bowl in one hand and they could stir with the other hand or they could do vice versa. You could have them hold it on the left side and try to reach across. You could have them hold it on the right side and try to reach across. The knife skills, the scissor skills, washing dishes all. Also doing laundry, cleaning the house, all different skills that involve both hands, especially if you do it with different tasks like that and allowing them to help out the house. Kids will feel like they're really participating. Kids will feel like they're really helping. Kids like to feel like they're helping out in the house and they like to feel valued and appreciated and 
what better way than to help out mommy and daddy? What better way to help out Abba and Ima or mommy and Abba as we go by around the house, letting them be involved and also allowing them to practice the midline skills, crossing the midline, practice bilateral coordination skills as well. Join us next time as we talk about 10 quick tips to improve a student's handwriting here on OT Talk with Mr. T. And I'm your host, Mr. T.